Welcome to the Positive Solutions for Life podcast. I'm Peggy Meyer, and I'm so excited you are here. In this and future episodes released on Fridays of each week, you will hear from other entrepreneurs, creators, and personal growth leaders through interviews and summaries of personal development books, strategies, tools, and ideas that can help you transform your mind and body from the inside out so you can truly, truly live the life you desire. Welcome to today's show, Kara Taylor. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. First, I'm going to tell the listeners a little bit about you before we jump into our conversation. So as a certified dream builder coach and life mastery consultant with Brave Thinking Institute, the premier training center for transformational coaching, Kara Taylor can help you create a life you love living. Kara specializes in helping heart-centered professionals build their dreams, accelerate their results, and create richer, more fulfilling lives. For over 20 years, she has been studying and implementing transformational success principles. As a sought-after speaker, trainer, and certified coach, Kara's workshops and training and coaching programs help people break through limitations and achieve greater results than they've known before. What sets Kara apart from other coaches is her vast experience providing therapy and helping her clients make long-lasting behavioral changes as a licensed clinical social worker. In addition, having served in the United States Air Force for over 14 years, her military training and experience has equipped her with exceptional leadership and communication skills and the ability to adapt quickly and persevere through any situation she encounters. So Kara, welcome again to the podcast. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me today. Oh, this is going to be a blast. But first, before we start again, I want to thank you for your time and service in the Air Force. As Veterans Day approaches here in the United States next week, I encourage everyone to take a moment to thank those that have served in any branch of the military in the past, those who are currently serving, and those who are no longer with us. Thank them for their dedication to preserving the freedoms we have today. So thank you for your service, Kara. Thank you. And thank you for that tribute. You're welcome. I'm so excited for our conversation today. I know, me too. (laughs) We have so much to talk about, but I want to start to what we have in common. So we are both licensed clinical social workers and we (laughs) go out there and do that. That's a great profession. And, you know, we've both worked with clients in therapy for a number of years. I've had my own private practice for over 20 years, which I just got out of last year. And you were practicing therapy in the United States Air Force for over a decade, right? Yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. So what made you decide to separate? And why did you decide to transition from therapy to coaching? Yes. So in, I would say around 2016, 2017, I was stationed at McConnell Air Force Base in Wichita, Kansas. And I just noticed that I was feeling a lot of discontent rising in me with my job, you know, the conflict with coworkers, not enough staff members, really high, um, high risk clients that I was working with at the time. So it was just a combination of all those things. And I started noticing that my health, I was having some problems. In particular, I got pregnant with my daughter 
in 2017 and I was hospitalized for nine weeks prior to having her. And I do think, although it was a physical condition, I do think that that was largely exacerbated by stress and started having some marital difficulties as well. So it was definitely having a ripple effect in all areas of my life. Mm -hmm. I did move, or we call it PCS in the military, but I moved and for a little bit, I felt better until the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. and that discontent started uh, happening again. But what happened at the same time was I started seeing Facebook posts about coaching and I decided to go and receive some coaching myself. And that was the moment that I realized this is what I want to be doing with my life. Now, it did take me a little bit to finally make that decision to separate, but I did make that decision in January of 2021. And um, it's just been a really exciting process to make that major life change. And I know this sounds funny for some of you listeners that I found a lot of safety and security in the military. Um, You know, I didn't have to worry about my paycheck and where that was going to come from. Um, It was a relatively safe job for me, Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel safe inside. I didn't feel like I was doing what I was really meant to be doing. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't leave with that many years of service. They say, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ride it out for 20 years. And the thought of continuing to do something I didn't love, you know, for Mm -hmm. I think at the time it was eight years. I was like, I don't want to be doing that anymore. So that's what caused the transition out of the military. And then my transition, I'm still transitioning from therapy to coaching, but, you know, probably like you, we love what we do. We love the clients that we get to work with, but I think the system as a whole is kind of set up to focus on problems and pathology and what's Mm -hmm. wrong with people. And I've had a few clients who've been in therapy, you know, for six, seven, eight years, you know, maybe even longer, not with me, but with other therapists. And I was just kind of thinking, what are we doing here? Yeah. 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 Um, So what I love about coaching is that we're encouraging people to move forward and come up with solutions for their lives and actually live a life that they would love living. Oh, I get that. I am totally on board with you and switching over to coaching myself. And I believe if I, you know, was, you know, my past self, if I would have known about coaching, you know, 30 years ago, that probably would have been the route I would have first chosen to take because I totally was in those classes and psychology and and through the clinical social work is like, that's not me. Like, right. I don't want to work with problems. I want to see people from where they're at now to like, give them the life they want. So in that respect, you know, you said you were in a position that you didn't love what you were doing and couldn't see yourself doing it any longer. So how did you get into this dream as a dream builder coach? This sounds like fascinating to me. And (laughs) tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it was kind of by accident, to be honest with you. Um, Bob Proctor had just died and, um, you know, I was listening to his service and um, Mary Morrissey is the one who um, I'm using, I'm uh, messing up my words right now, but officiated yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, his, his service. And I was listening to her and then I was getting emails from the Proctor Gallagher Institute about a workshop she was doing. And I started listening to it. And then I went to my first Dream Builder live event. And as soon as I went there, it was a three-day live event. 
I knew that I was in the right place. And then they offered an opportunity to get my certification. And I just knew at that point, um, up until then, I kind of thought I didn't need a coaching certification that my social work experience was enough, but mm -hmm. kind of got over that part. And I was like, no, there is more I can learn. And, you know, mm -hmm. it is a constant process of growing. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think so, a lot of us are in that boat, like growing, growing. So how do you help clients grow? Yes. So one of the programs that I offer is my dream builder program, and it can be delivered either group or individually. But one of the most important things we're going to do is start working on creating a vision. Yeah. Right. Because we know that more people, most people spend more time planning a vacation than they do a life that they would love living. Mm -hmm. So really understanding the importance of having that blueprint. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you want your health and well-being to look like? What do you want your love and relationships to look like? How about your vocation? Or if you're not working, how you choose to express yourself. And then finally, um, I think this is a very popular category for people is our time and money freedom. Mm -hmm. Yes. Knowing very clearly what we want in those four domains and speaking about it. This is one of my favorite things is speaking about it as if it's present tense, as if it's already happened, because our subconscious mind does not know the difference between the past or the present and the future when we speak about the future as if it's happening right now. Mm -hmm. And that's really fun to just put yourself in the energy Oh yeah. Of that future. And I'm experiencing it right now. It's pretty incredible that we have the ability to do that. Um, I'm, I'm obviously not going to go into the whole program, but right, you know, right. that is a huge part of it. And then the other couple of pieces I will share, it's more complex than this, mm -hmm. is helping people overcome the paradigms or limiting beliefs that are popping up because mm -hmm. they for sure are going to pop up at, as you're pursuing your dream and then also befriending your fear. Oh, oh, those are two big things. I mean, cause we all like have these thoughts in our heads that like stop us. Right. Yeah. And, and those yeah. limiting thoughts, those limiting beliefs, can you like maybe share maybe the top couple that, you know, that most people would might be able to recognize in themselves. And, and maybe if they haven't heard these things before, they're like, Oh, maybe that's me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually posted just the other day about one of these. One of the main ones that I hear a lot of people say, I've 100% said this to myself, is that I'm not good enough, mm -hmm. right? And you start comparing yourself to all the other people that you're seeing on social media and you just don't measure up. Yeah. And that thought will stop you in your tracks over and over. It probably kills millions and millions of dreams for people. And I think that we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so people feel like I'm all alone. Everybody else has it all together, but you know, I'm not feeling that way. Well, I find it interesting how the, some things that we really need to talk about, nobody talks about like things that are <laughs> happening that everybody has. Like I, I really truly believe everybody has these concepts of like, not enough, whether it's smart enough, pretty enough, have the things, exactly. enough, you know, whatever, not enough syndrome. And it's like, wow, we need to talk about these things more, right? Because right. everybody encounters these at some point. Right. So how do you address it? Yeah, I was just going to add, I think the problem is too, is no one teaches us as we're growing up, right? There's nothing in our education system that we have right now that teaches us how to change the way that we think. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So one of the things we want to do is one, recognize that we're having the thought because it's really hard to change if you're not aware of what the yep. thoughts are. And then you start to, you know, and I know you're very well of this with therapy as well. Then we start challenging the thoughts mm-hmm. that we're having. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, for example, if I'm having the thought that I'm not enough, then I would start thinking, well, what are ways that I do think that I'm enough? Mm-hmm. Yep. And as I start to state those, I replace one thought with the other. And then I start changing the way that I feel mm-hmm. the way I feel that I'm changing the way that I'm behaving the results that I'm getting. So um, that's for sure. One of the things that I work with people on. Yeah, that's, I mean, we need to challenge that because we all have evidence where we are enough. <laughs> you know, we do exactly. we are enough and we have to remember those things. So bring them, um, bringing them out to the forefront. So another thing that you had uh, mentioned is befriending fear. Mm. So yes. That's an interesting kind of like, how you, you make friends with fear? Like, how do we do yes, this? <laughs> absolutely. That's exactly what it means, Peggy. So um, I have a lot of experience with this, both personally and then professionally treating anxiety and obsessive mm-hmm. compulsive disorders. So, you know, when we resist anxiety and stress, we're going to get more of it. So I'll give you an example of a time where I faced a fear and became friends with it. And you probably were in my life at this point too. Um, I was in a challenge that Dean Graziosi was running and the assignment was to go live. And I remember sitting in my bed for like a couple of hours, just, you know, antagonizing myself over what I was going to say. I was beating myself up. Of course, the I'm not good enough spiel was going Mm -hmm. on in my head. People are going to think I'm stupid. Like all the things were coming out. I was pretty overwhelmed by emotion and paralyzed. I remember crying. I was just in a horrible state. And finally I decided to do it. And I went and I was talking about my experience on a live video and something kind of miraculous happened. And people started messaging me, telling me how much they were inspired And that was not my intention when I did the video. It was just sort of get over yourself. And I was like, wow, right? There are people who need to hear what you have to say. So one, you need to get over yourself um, so you can help other people. And then the second thing was, I said, I don't want to be in a situation like this again. I don't want to have anxiety overrule me. So I decided I'm going live every day for 30 days until I'm no longer afraid of going live. And that's exactly what I did. So I befriended the fear. And I would say, I mean, it was a couple of years ago, but I think within a week, I was like feeling really comfortable. I wasn't rehearsing anything anymore. I wasn't doing the negative self-talk. I just went on, hit Mm -hmm. the live button and started talking. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Because there's so many of us that we, we do that. We, you know, and as, and I'm thinking, I guess, oh, I've done that before. And then- there was a day where, you know, the doubt kind of crept in or those yes. messages were not inspiring. They were, you know, like, who are you? Like it was, it was really kind of like beating me down a little bit. And I took on those. So mm-hmm. once we have, you know, once we've like befriended this fear, does it come back? It can. 
Um, in my example with the live video, you know, I was doing really good. I felt like I don't need to do this anymore. And then I went a few years and it wasn't like a avoidant type of thing. I just wasn't going live. I had other things going on. And then I started to feel it creep back up. Mm -hmm. But this time I knew what to do about it. And I didn't let it take over me like it had before. So for sure, it can come back in our lives. And I think that's a really good, you know, to let everybody know that those things, once you've kind of conquered something, you know, like you've befriended fear, doesn't mean that it goes away forever. It'll creep back into our lives in different ways, whether it's, you know, a few years from now or something, you know, somebody says triggers something and you go back to it. But I think the most important thing you said was that you knew how to address it. And I think what happens is that once we know how to address it, then we shorten the effect that it has on us. Is that, do you find that to be true for the people that you work yeah, with? Absolutely. For sure. We want to shorten the time and we're also building our tolerance to distress, mm -hmm. you know, knowing that I can tolerate this discomfort that I'm feeling, which usually manifests itself with physical symptoms, right? Where you're feeling shaky, your heart's racing, mm -hmm. sweaty, you know, mm -hmm. all that, those feelings. Uh, the other thing I wanted to share is when the fear comes on saying things like this is good news, right? It's part of the cognitive reframing, but mm -hmm. it's good news because that means I'm on the edge of growth, ah. right? I'm getting out of my comfort zone. This is when I grow. This is amazing. Once again, I'm kind of befriending the fear. Right. Right. Yeah. So you're bringing out that the positive attributes that it's bringing, because yes. I really do feel like when those like fear, <laughs> those things come on, there's messages to us yes. and it depends on what kind of message we want to take from it. If we want to take that, Ooh, that like, that's bad. We should avoid this. You know, it's probably going to, you know, manifest a little bit bigger, you know, right. and cause more issues. But if we befriend it, and go, Hey, what's this message? Oh, you're on the edge of growth. Like yes. this is a good thing. Like be uncomfortable, you know, just yes. for a moment and it'll pass. Exactly. Is that kind of, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't last very long at all. Once you lean into it and you just allow yourself to feel those physical sensations. I've been like timing a lot of my clients when I'm walking them through it. And it's usually 30 seconds to two minutes. And, and that, and that's what I think. I think that like research shows it's like under like 90 seconds on average, yep. you know, 90 seconds yep. or less where the, cause emotions come up, those feelings come up and they last about 90 seconds. If you, know, you like, allow them to be right. The second you you're them. like, I don't want to feel this, then you could experience for hours, days. <laughs> right. You can let it, you can, you can make it last for a really long time. Yes. yes. Grudges. Mm -hmm. how long do those last however long you want to keep them around right exactly. <laughs> so we can say oh bye bye I don't want to hear you today you know we can let that go <laughs> yeah we're interrupting this broadcast we're changing the channel right? yes yes okay. awesome what what other kind of things are you willing to share about your dream builder what you like to work with people on yeah well, I definitely have a passion for helping people who want to make some kind of transition in their lives, because that's something I have a lot of experience with having transitioned mm -hmm. out of the military. I know what it's like to leave the comfort of a job and go into that unfamiliar territory mm -hmm. and finding that passion and that purpose. That's a huge part of what I like to help people do, you know, because when you are in alignment with that, when you feel like I am living my calling. Mm -hmm 
it's a sense of peace and happiness. And I think that's what we all want at the end of the day is that feeling of peace and happiness within us. Um, yeah, that, that would be one area that I'm really, really focused on. Um, and the other one is we've already talked about helping people with the feelings of anxiety and mm -hmm. overwhelm. Yeah. And you're talking about, you know, the transition phase, you know, transitioning. I think a lot of, a lot of people are discontent in, you know, what they're doing and, you know, they started out liking it, you know, mm -hmm. and then, and people are like, well, why don't I like it now? And I feel like people, you know, we grow, you know, mm -hmm. we grow and change things happen. You know, like you said you had kids, you know, you know, you, all these things can change our viewpoint and change what's comfortable, change what we want. And oftentimes I find people wanting more. Yes. And so what they had they're you know, it's kind of like that newness thing, you know, you have it for a while, you like it. And then after a while, it's like, eh, I don't yeah. know. I think I want I think, something else. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that's also with the, I'll be happy when mentality, right? I'll be happy when I get this and then we get it. And then, you know, how long are we happy with it for? Right. I remember, you know, when I was graduating from college, you know, I'll be happy when I graduate. I'll be happy when I get my first job. I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when I have kids and you just keep chasing it and then you get the thing and how long does it last for? But now I don't feel that way anymore. And that's something I really want to help people with is I can feel it right now, even, even in the absence of having, you know, this mm -hmm. outcome that I say I want. And I really think that's tied to your, you're helping people with their vision of their yes. life. Yes. You, know, you call it the vision. I might call it like a purpose, you know, statement, but it's all like, it's the vision of what you want in the future, but you can have it and experience it right now. Right now. Yes. Right now. And so yeah. that is a big part of what you help people accomplish. Yes. And then the other piece is, you know, as they're going through the program, then starting to take action steps. Mm -hmm. So what's one thing I can do right now with where I'm at, with what I have to move me in the direction of my dream, right? Because it's not like you dream it up and then poof, yeah, like, shows up. I think there's a lot of misconceptions with like law of attraction and stuff like that, where people think, oh, I'm going to think about a million dollars and then poof, a million dollars appears. No, right, right. <laughs> We don't no, have those magic way. wands, right? We don't have that magic wand, you know. I wish, but, no, okay. but yeah, like, so what is an action step that I can take to move me towards that, you know? And oftentimes you can make these five minute power moves mm -hmm. that really consistently every day over the course of a year, they really start to move you forward. Yeah, those little things that we do every day, the consistency of taking yes. a step you know, what's yes. going to happen, you know, uh, a, a drop of water on a rock day in, day out changes that rock. We can change ourselves one day at a time by taking those little actions towards our vision of what we want and, Absolutely. and having that gratitude that we are doing it. One, that's like a big pat on the back to me. It's yes. like, oh, wow, thank you. Yes. I took that action step. It makes us feel good but then we can see how far we're, we're going, we're moving in the right direction. So Absolutely. that's just, you know, getting people to take those little habits, those little steps each and every day. I think day. they're more important than the big ones. You know, you can have a big move that you make, but you want to be able to maintain it. Right. And it's the yeah. 
consistent steps, the slow and steady wins the race. Oh yes. You know, time and time again, because you're, you're going to do that over time. Like you don't, like I, I have a habit of getting up and exercising in the morning. And if I don't, I feel like crap, you know, so that's not going to (laughs) change. Like it's going to start overnight. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and it's funny when you mention exercise, because that's one of the things I had in my vision. And I started working out four times a week. And then my son was sick last week and I didn't go three days. And sure enough, my mind was very quick to remind me the day I wanted to go. Uh Oh, you know what? You're really tired. I don't think you should go. And I was like, I'm not listening to you. I am not listening to you. Nice try. Well played, but I'm still going. Um, These are things that we can help people with in programs where we have support because otherwise um, we can pretty quickly fall back into those. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, time and time again. And that's why people restart. Like we, you know, we have to re it's sometimes it's recommit, restart, but it's kind of just a refocus. Yes. We have to know, we have to determine what's in our head. Like what's, what's the best for us? Like why, you know, the vision of it, like, why did you have that vision in the first place? Why Mm -hmm. was that important to you? You know, and then to be equipped to shut the doors on all those negative thoughts that are pulling you back going like, oh, you're just too tired, you know? (laughs) And they will, they they are very convincing, right? They've been our companion for most of our lives. So we often listen to them. We often listen to them, but they're not true. They right. don't, they're not true. Not everything we think is true. So. And as soon as you go, right? Like as soon as I was there, I was like, I don't even feel it. Like the thought yeah. was gone. It went yep. away. I had no power. And I was like, I'm so glad that I'm here and I'm working out and I feel great. Yeah. We have to, we have to remind ourselves of those things that why we do those things and, and the benefits that we receive over and over again. Cause I've had to tell myself, you know, like on the days of like, Oh yeah, I don't feel like exercising today. I'm too tired, you know, whatever. But it was like a reminder of, okay, when you do that, what happens? Oh gosh, I feel good. I have this energy, you know, you know, I can focus, I concentrate more. Yeah. I feel better about myself. I eat better. I make better choices. And so we have to counter those things, right. To remind ourselves of the benefits that we have decided that happens when we take those actions. Yeah, absolutely. Reconnecting with your vision. Mm-hmm. Exactly what you're talking about. Why yeah. am I doing this? And that will help reel you back in every single time. That's great. That's great. So Kara, can you tell our listeners where can they find you? How can they connect with you and learn more about what you have to offer? Absolutely. So my uh, business name is Kara Taylor Coaching. So you can go to karataylorcoaching.com. Uh, you can find me the same way on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, if you just put in Kara Taylor Coaching. And for sure, send me an email, which is also Kara at karataylorcoaching.com. And that is Kara with a K in case anyone's, you know, not sure how to spell Kara. That's great. We'll put all those in the show notes for this. But so thank you so much for joining me, Kara. If you, if listeners out there, if you're looking to looking to gain clarity, confidence, and achieve your next level of success while enjoying the highest levels of fulfillment in life, Kara Taylor's coaching programs can help you get there. Email Kara at Kara at 
karataylorcoaching.com to learn more about how you can achieve your dreams and create a life you truly love living. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some value, insights, and something that resonated with you in today's show. If today's show spoke to you, would you please share it with a friend and go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from and subscribe to the show so that you can be the first to know when new content and episodes go live. While you're there, would you please give it some love? Please like it, comment on it, and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much in advance for taking two minutes of your time to do this. Your likes, comments, and reviews really help get the word out to more people who need to hear there are positive solutions for their life. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whichever is your favorite platform, and let's have a conversation about today's show. Thanks for listening and have a great week.